Hi, welcome to Journeys of Faith with me, Adrian, and we've got David with us tonight. How are Amen. you doing, David? All right, my tan's coming on. I'm just looking at myself from this camera. I'm thinking, I look really healthy. I think the white shirt helps as well. I tend to do the lobster thing, but I'm getting quite brown. I'm quite impressed. I just thought you'd not had a wash for a few days. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, you know, being on the allotment, how's that going? Uh, well, at the moment, I've got lettuce, I've got peas, I've got cabbage, I've got carrots, I've got onions, and I've got beetroots, and I've got some 12 idiot chickens, which you've seen pictures of. Uh, we did have 24, but we got rid of 12 to another allotment because it was costing me a fortune to feed them. But yeah, everything's going really well, and if I can get my wife down there to do a bit, that would be even better. That, that would be good. Um, I did, I've not told you. Um, we had a surprise a couple of weeks ago. Um, there was two weeks old Good last time. Friday. Um, my rabbit, we got a second rabbit, and uh, we accidentally... They're breeding like rabbits. And they literally, <laughs> um, randomly one night, and we was like, why is the hay moving? And the rabbit's on top of her bed. And then we suddenly looked in, and there was these five aliens staring at us, because that's what they looked like. Wow. So we've got wow. five baby rabbits for the next few weeks until we can get rid of them. No. Would you like one? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the wife, but the answer's going to be no, because I'll be end up looking after it. Yeah, but it'd be great on you, though, what? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have quail. I have dogs. I have chickens. I have the full allotment. I have fish. I have a pond. Okay. No. Okay. All right. We'll we'll say definite no then to that one. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm handing over to you tonight for a change. It's normally me in the hot seat, so I think I'm uh, letting you have the hot seat for a change. And uh, yeah, um, would would you like to? uh, Nice. A bit bizarre. Um, We are going all the way to Kansas City in the U.S. of A. Sound like a radio DJ. Uh, and welcome to Abby. Hello. Hello there, Abby. Um, you're one of our TikTok friends who likes to spread the good word. Is that, is, would that be a, a fair assumption? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Why TikTok? Well, I feel like that's where most of the younger gen- generation is. That's where a lot of young people spend a lot of time looking at videos and debating and I mean right now the whole COVID vaccine here in America like that's blowing up on TikTok like if you want any kind of resource on what young people are doing or what they're experiencing that TikTok is your way to go. Mm, Okay so explain your faith you are a christian i know that um but where did you find your faith did you grow up in it did you change into it what give us a bit of background on yourself abby so i I think my story resembles a lot of what um a lot of young people go through with their faith journey um i grew up in a christian home i have an evangelical pastor father who, um, you know, we grew up in in church going to Sunday school and youth groups. And then when I was in high school, I um, started going to a youth group at a Southern Baptist church. And um, my husband and I now attend a Southern Baptist church. 
you know, but I also have some charismatic views and love the heart of like the messianic Jews and stuff like that. So like, I'm kind of widespread and I mean, I really- A bit of a conglomeration. Exactly. And I found my faith really young, but then, you know, life happens and you start to grow into like who you are and you start to see your disappointments and things not going the way that you want. And there's like a little bit of maybe a fence that kind of comes up of like, how dare you God not do the things that I want you to do for me and stuff like that. So yeah, I really yeah, did, definitely, I really had a, a time of shying away from the church and um, going out and doing my own thing, which of course never works for anybody. <laughs> and then um, recently, like within the last few years, kind of got that spurring of, okay, like things haven't been going the way I've perceived them to go. And I'm trying to handle things in my own strength. So, um, you know, let's try it God's way. And that's where I really started like, okay, it's time to like actually figure out what my faith means to me and who I am defined in it. All that does is just point to the man, Christ Jesus. And so that's my heart for my entire journey in this life is to find who the man Christ Jesus is, learn everything there is to know humanly possible about him and, and then spur on others to do that. That's my, the goal of my heart. So that's kind of how I found faith, fell away from faith and then have now come back. Uh, <coughs> pardon me sorry i think from yours it's at a uh, to a degree it's very similar to mine because you did like say move away from the church and from the faith and then for whatever reason something happens something switches and you feel like you, you need to turn back to that one either for guidance <coughs> or because something points you in that direction so you know I, I i follow that quite well um i mean i think we all i i, I saw a film once and I, I apologize i can't remember which one it is it might be dogma but they talk about um when you were a child to for you to turn to christ the cup is very small so it's very easy to fill but as you grow the cup grows and unless that cup is constantly topped up, you do move away and then something happens in your life to refill that cup. Yeah. And that's where you kind of come back to Christ. Right. Well, I think it takes a level of maturity to look at it as, am I interested in who Jesus is because of what it benefits me? And I think in immaturity, that's, that's what you look at religion and, and any level of faith of how does this work for my own life? And how do, how do I see the benefits and reap things from the, from the benefits of that? And that's why I love the way Jesus does things in my own personal faith is because he is objectively valuable and like objectively worthy of, of my worship. And it really has nothing to do with me <laughs> and it has everything yeah. to do him and just kind of growing up into that maturity of maybe my life means more if I if I focus it on somebody who's glorious and majestic and and then it, it doesn't become about how do I get 
you know, how do I weasel my way into getting benefit after benefit, you know, rewards and stuff like that, which are important. I don't want to discount that. That's biblical and true, but you know, like his ultimate objective worth of who Jesus is has everything to do with him and very little to do with me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Um, any thoughts, Adrian? Just same again. I think uh, David and Abby, it's it's very much my story there a little bit as well because I came to faith later in life. Um, I was baptized, but never went to church because my mum doesn't believe in God in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, my dad's, as we I've said many times on the podcast, is from a R- R- Irish Roman Catholic background, but became Mormon, um, and then I joined the Roman Catholic Church and just couldn't find my fit there because I disagreed with some of the things that the church said we had to agree with and I don't like being told what I have to believe in I want it to be a natural Um, and then obviously came over to Church of England where there was a bit more freedom but again um, I think I, I was listening to what you was one of the ones you were saying about the church actually and that really resonated with me and it'll resonate with you as well David where the, the church isn't necessarily doing what f- for me personally and, and and if I'm if I if I say this wrong Abby correct me but the church has its own agenda and it doesn't seem to be what is the life of Christ and how does the life of Christ reflect it, it the church seems to have another agenda and I and I don't mean this in this way but I'm happy to hear whenever other people say that because I I was always thinking uh, me and David have had this discussion lots of times and and we know the church is flawed but to actually hear other people saying it it really gives me hope that we might end up on a road where the church does become Christ focused rather than money orientated and how do we make ourselves look good and and I think we need to turn back to who is Christ and what would he want us to be doing yeah definitely I mean I think there's a lot of disenfranchised Christians and it doesn't really matter which version that you that you follow as long as as long as you've got that as long as you've got that that seed I think that's the important thing and um i think that instead of chasing fads which a lot of organized religions do that they need to go back to the roots abby have you had a a tv series over there called um the young pope we we might. I'm not sure. I I don't spend a lot of time on. Are, are we looking at husband over there? Is husband sat with you? He's over here. Yeah. He can come and join if he wants. <laughs> Bring him on. It's fine. Instead of keep looking at him. <laughs> oh, it's his leg. Right. Gotcha. I can see the leg move. <laughs> I don't. I don't say something. I'm not. <laughs> No, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, there's, there's a TV series. It was Jude Law and it was called The Young Pope. And although obviously the Pope, it was uh, it was um, Catholicism based. Um, 
it was a lot to do with the politics rather than, but the, the Christianity was in it as well. It was very, very cleverly done. But one of the things that he did was he took the politics out of it and be, and tried to bring it back to, coin the phrase, a pure faith. Mm-hmm. And he didn't care what it cost. He wanted people to follow the church for the church, mm-hmm. not because it was LGBTQ, and I have nothing against that before anybody says anything, etc., etc., etc. It was Christ for Christ, mm-hmm. Christ, because we're my thoughts on it is actually one of the agnostic gospels, and that's if you're looking for God, turn up a stone, you'll find God. Yeah. If you, if you're looking for God, walk into the back garden at twelve o'clock midday or twelve o'clock at night, and if you look up, you'll find God because mm-hmm. that beauty is all around us all encompassing and that's god but does that mean i have to go to church on a sunday no it doesn't does that mean that i have to give 10 percent of my earnings to the church because they want to keep that building going no it doesn't does that make me a bad christian i don't think so but if you ask the church i'll guarantee you they think so <laughs> and i think that's but as long as we all have that that kernel, that little nut, then we're doing the right thing. Yeah. I, I would have expected you to, to kind of agree with that because, in essence, you take nuts off all the trees. I shouldn't say nuts because that sounds a bit, mm, but you understand what I mean. You take a fruit off every tree and you make a pie, and that pie is what you believe as a Christian. Yeah, so to speak, I mean, yes. you look at Colossians 1 18 it says that in all things Jesus would have preeminence like he would have the first place and you know I I don't know the culture or the landscape in England but I know in America we're consumers and churches often presented to us from a consumer standpoint of how is this going to benefit you and you know, it's going to bless your family and help your finances. And, and this, this is why you, and that's almost how we market Jesus and say, come into church because mm. of this benefit to you, you know, the charismatic Jesus will thrill your soul and, and blow and heal your body. And the evangelical Jesus will bless your family and forgive your sins. And, you know, the liberal Jesus, he, he will, you know, love you and, and treat you unconditionally. Well, even no matter how much of a mess your train wreck life is, you know, and like we market Jesus for yeah, yeah, definitely. benefits instead of who he actually is when like, that's not what we find in scripture about the people who knew him best and the people who who were around him they saw something glorious and beautiful it's just like you said like that romans one there's beauty of him all around us like there's people who go out outside and look at the stars and say somebody created that and they can go to their bookstore and find bible and and find out about the man christ jesus who is the fountain of everything we perceive as beauty like he is infinitely beautiful and infinitely glorious. And like, that's what the church is for is to see him and not about what it benefits us and, and how we can gain. Because also Paul says, 
Philippians 3, I count all things as loss, as all things as rubbish, that I would have the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. But he's talking about the knowledge of knowing Jesus, like knowing yes. him, like knowing the deep things about him. And, and so, yeah, I mean, like, that doesn't mean have like checklist A, B, C, D of like, I have to fulfill these requirements because my church tells me to, but it's the glory of going after something, you know, deep in your heart of, of who the man Christ Jesus is and loving him with your whole heart, mind, strength, and everything you got. So. One, one thing I do have to say is of all the guests we've had on, and please, Adrian, jump in if you feel like I'm digging a hole here. Um, I do like the way Americans talk about God. It is totally different to anybody that we've ever had on from the UK. Um, I mean, we had Max on, and is he Jehovah's? Yeah, or is he? Absolutely. Yeah, he's Jehovah's, isn't yeah, he? Jehovah's. And we've had... Um, Mormons, yeah. Mormons on who are not Mormons. They are Church of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Every time we get it wrong. Um, but it, again, ev- every style of Christian religion, because those are the only ones we've done so far, have their way of speaking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But as an American, when, when you're talking about Jesus, you can feel the love. Mm-hmm. And it's a real pleasure. It's a real pleasure to 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 be involved in that conversation. Um, we don't have that because at the end of the day, we're British, don't you know? And we have to have that stiff upper lip, and we can't really show our emotions. Um, <laughs> and that's how you perceive us, isn't it? You know, that's that's who we are. Oh, you know. Um, <laughs> go on. Oh, I said I, I feel the joy. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> But we, we, we do it with a very straight face. <laughs> some of us. Some of us. <laughs> some of us. Uh, but yeah, I think I think having somebody on like you and you you can just you, you ooze it. It it's it's it is wonderful. Um I mean this this is why we, we wanted to do this as a podcast stroke uh, videos, um, so that other people and we don't have many followers. But maybe one day we will, you know, and I think it's nice for people like yourself, for Max, for whoever to actually just come on and say, this is who I am. This is what I believe. If you get chance, and this is to any of our listeners, if you haven't heard the Max, well, the Max one, his story is amazing. It really is. It's, I mean, this guy was brought up in a circus, hmm. literally brought up in a circus. Um, he's is he partially sighted or is he actually t- now blind? He's totally I think he's blind. blind, isn't he? Totally blind. Totally yeah. blind now. Um, and he had everybody at his front door. He had the Latter-day Saints uh, and he ended up, decided he wanted to go to Jehovah's. And, but again, he has that strong faith. Yeah. And it does, it does amaze me that as Christians, you know, we went through the schism and everybody decided whether you want to be evangelical, you want to be Wesleyan, you wanted to be mainstream C of V, even Catholicism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've gone past the fighting stage now. You know, we, we kind of say, yeah, we're right to tolerate each other's um, religions, 
as Christian religions and support each other at that level. Whereas I think some of the younger religions, not naming any, but some of the younger religions still want to fight each other because they're eating an apple and he said you should be eating only oranges and it's stuff like that and you just think you know what I mean yeah I mean there's nothing more radical than for Jesus to actually have preeminence among his people that the people correct call upon the name of the Lord and who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior that they would actually put him first above you know, anything divisive that's happening in our culture or, I mean, you guys know in America, it's so divided here. And, you know, I'm sure you have a lot of that in the UK as well. It just, there's division over just not. Yeah, but we don't talk about it. That's the difference. Okay. You got, you, you guys are very open about it. I mean, <laughs> you guys can, you guys all row about your president, yeah. whether you like Biden or whether you like Trump academic you will fight about it and you will literally bear arms over it whether i like labor or whether i like conservatives you don't know that (laughs) and neither does anybody else in that area i I think it is a private thing that yeah yeah it gets very public but with jesus like i i mean i feel like that's our goal is we go out and and spread the word of God and and show people Jesus. Yeah. And so that's that's something that should not be divided. That's something that. But again, we seem to be in a a space, a time where oh, I I apologize before I say this. This is not out there to to put the finger on anybody or to to say I'm right, you're wrong. But just as the temperament seems to be only white people can be racist. If you're a Christian, you're automatically the wrong yeah. religion. And I don't quite understand how we've got to that. I think part of that, I saw you roll your eyes then, Adrian. I think part of that is um, the fact that as Christians, we are taught to turn the other cheek. We are taught to love our neighbour, and it doesn't matter what religion they are because Christ teaches us love and forgiveness. And because of that, we then automatically become the doormat. But it doesn't stop us, and I'm not, I'm, I'm by no means am I saying that it should stop us, but I do think that's kind of where we are at the moment. Adrian, you're going to have to say something or your head's going to explode. Because well, I, I'm that just... little yellow box... It's no, getting... that little yellow box means they can't see you. They, they can see me because I'm talking. That's what the box means. Sorry, Abby, <laughs> I should have told you that at the start. So if you just smile and nod, we can't see you. <laughs> no, that's you need because... to speak periodically. But Adrian, jump in. Well, you know my views, you know. Um, I do. Yes, yes, we do say turn the other cheek, but we don't lit in a literal sense. I think we have to... If we go back, if we go back to the very beginning, there was only ever one faith, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sorry, and 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 we always go back to this. It was technically Judaism. It, it was the only faith. Yes, 
and then yes. slowly yeah. people we're, like we are all we're all Jewish at heart ultimately. Yeah. People like you and me bash heads because we disagree. And then because you are not willing, not not you personally, because we have these discussions on many occasions and walk away thinking I'm going to punch him in the face, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we get on with it. But the thing is, it's all about the every time we've broken, rather than try to mend the relationship, we've allowed that relationship to grow further and further and further apart. And then that to fracture next- it. And then yeah. that next branch has done exactly the same thing because they've disagreed and they didn't like the fact that you would have milk and you would have meat together and how dare you do that. So then they've gone and formed their bit. And 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 that's what keeps happening. And I think what we've got to remember, and, and this was the key thing for what, why I started this podcast was it doesn't matter what God we believe in, whether we believe in Jesus or whether we believe in someone else or someone else i can't remember all the different names but we all have one faith and we believe in a form of god it doesn't matter what we call that god but we all believe in god and and i think we just have to be able to draw ourselves back and go we we are all one you know whether it's abby in america we are all interconnected and we are all of of one faith whether we believe in the same god but we are all there together and and we just need to remember that and i think the more we look at the fractures without actually trying to mend them i think we cause more damage because i think we can we can hurt more and and i can say this from a personal point of view with my depression and things like that things like that would have really hurt me in the past. And and I would have probably jumped on the bandwagon and said, yeah, you're totally wrong. But now I'm totally the opposite and think we need to be in it together. And that's how we're going to fix these rifts by actually joining together and finding out why and where we can agree. And, and how I think we- Abby's got, because Abby has such a, your faith and what you've told us, you remind me of a jigsaw. Um, but your six different jigsaws and you found pieces that go together out of the six to make a totally new picture. And it's a lovely picture. It really is. You can, you can see that from, you know, how you put your faith forward. But you are literally doing what Adrian's talking about. Because you don't, you are Christian through and through, no question. Um, but you take bits from each of the different bits of Christianity or the, the different, um, you kind of want to say faiths. And I, I hope you know what I mean, Abby, by, the, by that. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, excellent. That was the word. Uh, the different denominations within Christianity. And you formed the Abbey view, Mm -hmm. which sounds like a really nice place to visit. Um, And I like it. I really do because you're, you're taking what you see as the good points, the the pertinent points from each one to form your version of Christianity that works for you. Is that, is that fair to say? Absolutely. And I want to kind of go back to Adrian's point a little bit because 
I, I think if you generalize that everybody is worshiping a God and it's the one true God, you know, and you go into the, you know, like if you look at the Muslim religion and, um, and like Buddhism and stuff like that, like there's some really kind of wonky stuff and never in there that like kind of counteracts what the scripture actually says about there being one true God. So you kind of have to be careful with that generalization. Yeah, no, I, I, I get, I get that totally. I, I mean, we've, Adrian and I have had some conversations that you certainly couldn't put on a podcast. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, I, I have some very good friends that are Muslims and we, <laughs> um, one of my friends said, this was before I got, remarried he said you live with your parents you don't drink you don't smoke in essence you're a muslim yeah and it was a standing joke for quite a long time for us but the fact is that if you look at the quran the similarities are a lot more than the differences the problem that i see with it isn't the muslim religion itself it's the zealots who try to push their own agenda within that but i'm also wise enough to say that our church church leaders whatever country you're in whatever denomination you're in within christianity um we're just as guilty and it's people like myself like you abby and like adrian who can discuss it at a a good friendly level that you know, we, I'm, I, I'll put my neck on the line, I'll go for it. We should run the church because, no, we should, because we can discuss things, we can discuss them, we can fall out, but we're all, we all remain friends at the end of it. We don't go, well, I'm going to go and start my own church then. <laughs> it's no, true. Because... Yeah, yeah, exactly. In Judaism, one of the highest forms of worship is healthy discussion and debate about theology. Mm. That is something that they consider worship. And I 100% agree that, yeah, we should, you know, spend our time looking at theology and looking at religion. And I love apologetics and studying out you know, why people believe what they believe. I don't know if that's really, I mean, my favorite apologist is C.S. Lewis. <laughs> so yeah. I know he's English. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of good to be said about, about that form of worship, about going and seeking, you know, truth and finding the truth of of who it is. But, I, you know, at the end of the day, truth is in Jesus Christ. And so... <laughs> right i abby i am conscious about time on this one because we have just extended yeah. anyway um what i would like to do is i'd like to invite you back if you're okay. up for it um at a later date um adrian will keep in touch with you via email because he does actually run our emails i try to do the twitter etc but adrian does our emails um is there any points that you feel you would like to bring up before we draw this one to a close I think we had a good good conversation. I look forward to coming back on and talking to you guys again. You're great. 
you have to bring your husband on next time because watching his socks, socks, his feet and his socks is no fun for anybody. And and you know, I've heard his singing. I've heard his singing. <laughs> oh, here we go. There we go. There's Eddie's husband. Hello. I, I did experience his singing and made comment. I'm glad I'm not the only person who drives down the road singing. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jake actually grew up um, Catholic, and so right. we had a good, a good healthy discussion of, about religion and faith just between the two. Yeah, Fantastic. If he's got his own laptop, we could do it as a four-way, or you two can gang up on us two. That's fine if you okay. want to do it that way. Excellent. Yeah, no, we're, we're, to be honest, <laughs> everyone and everyone, everyone and anyone is welcome because I, for me, the, the reason I mainly started this is – one, my mental health issues that I was having and I was struggling, say, feeling that I didn't have a voice within the church because I've got my own problems with, with the church. And, and two, I wanted to have these discussions because I think that's how we learn from each other. And, yeah. and that's how we, we can question our beliefs um, and people can also put us right. If we're genuinely wrong, I'd rather someone say to me, actually, I disagree with you. And then we actually go, well, okay, tell me why you disagree. Don't, yeah. don't just say you disagree. Go, you know, like, like you, you said about my comment and, and that is absolutely right. But one of the things you'll find with me is I just say what's happening in my head. I'm not refined. I'm, I'm not educated. I am not someone who will try and put it in airy fairy language. I say it how I feel it. And, and that is, you know, and, and they change from discussions and then I, I slowly grow and that's how my language grows because I'm also... That's why I do the Twitter. Yeah, that's why he does the Twitter because I can't write, as you probably <laughs> guessed, Abby. My, my, I'm severely dyslexic, so I'm atrocious at spelling. <laughs> I love it. Can I pray for you guys before we go? By all means. Of course you can. I would love to pray for you guys. So, Father, I ask right now in the name of your holy, precious son, Jesus, that you would give both David and Adrian uh, a revelation of who you are, of your son, Jesus Christ, that you would open up eyes and open up ears and cause their hearts to burn within them as they go on this journey of faith, of knowing and in, in receiving the knowledge of who you are, that you would bless them in that endeavor and that you would give them wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of your will for their, each and every one of their lives. And we love you so much and thank you for both of them. Thank you for what they're doing. And we love you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, thank thank you, you for that. That thank was a privilege. You. Thank you, Abby. That was. Hey, Jim. Oh, have we been talking about Jesus? We have!